to another Perusia podcast. Uh, you're in for a treat today. Um, I'm excited to have not one but two guests in the studio. And it's not her first time, um, and, and she's no stranger to Perusia. Her name is Bridget Saker. She's joining me live in the studio, and her husband, Craig. Hello. Hello. Hello, Chabelle. Thanks Chabelle. for coming. It's great Thank to have you, you both here. Great Thank to you for be. having us. Oh, my pleasure. Um, I, I do want to, uh, you were on only a few months ago and it was in March leading up to Our Lady Help of Christians yes, Feast. correct. Um, and that was, that was a great campaign. I remember we were talking about the power of the rosary and, um, but just a quick update how that went because we, we spoke before it, now, it, now it's happened. How, how did it go? Look, I, I believe it was phenomenal. Yeah. I believe that we had 6,800 families pledge. Wow. Um, uh, well, people pledge, and um, you helped me think days. about it. Yeah, you helped me think about it very differently. You helped me times it by nine, and times it by rosary, and um, we reached, we exceeded that that million that I thought we would wow. get to if I just kind of sliced the orange a bit differently. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I think you know I had a priest from the Philippines, so it went actually international, and I had a priest from the Philippines come to me and share photos of young kids, children praying the rosary. Um, to Our Lady Help Christians in a, in a chapel, and he said we're on this journey with with Australia. So I felt like Our Lady Help of Christians is very much out there and very much needed for us yes. for her intercession. The patroness of Australia, patroness right. of Australia, and, and we can't ever forget her. And we next May we will honour her again. Fantastic. Um, but I, I I believe that it really touched and tapped so many so many hearts. Yeah, praise God. Thank you for what you're doing then. Looking forward to that becoming an annual thing and a tradition in yeah. not just Australia but around the world Absolutely. and hopefully people take that up. And it's interesting, we're, we're speaking now this week and again, Our Lady at Work, because it was three years ago during the, the lockdown, Perusia actually launched the Rosary Pilgrimage and it wasn't long before that and we and the world has learnt, you know, you're the mother of Veronique who lost, who died um, in that tragic um car accident in um, Oatlands and it was she was one of the four children that died um, and we did we did speak to Danny and Layla back then three years ago in the middle of this rosary pilgrimage um, and I wanted to now we've not had you on about this and both of you to share your perspective from it um, but I also want to highlight that we are entering into the we, we thought we need to rerun this rosary pilgrimage mm. at a time like this and this week, as we're talking, uh, we're launching um, on September 8th, Our Lady's birthday. We're, we're making all the videos for free because available. it was currently available um, for purchase. It's all free. We've got all these reflections of some of the world's best um, theologians and experts. And they're basically just going through each mystery, doing a little mini Bible study on each of the mysteries. And then they pray a decade of the rosary. Yeah. So that's happening this Friday. Um, and I'm just, I just, can't help feel we've had a few conversations about the power of Our Lady mm. and uh, and so I wanted to highlight that. And then we've got a little announcement at the end of this about yes, another we initiative we're going yeah. to talk about. But if you don't mind, um, we're going back. Has it been, is it, is it uh, three years now? Three, three and, and a half, half years? years. I think I'll, I'll, October, November, we're three and a half years because it's February 1, 2020. Yes. And, um, you know, as I've journeyed through this period of, I've come to terms of the, of the fact that God allows or permits certain things to take place for the greater good. And as time has passed, that greater good is so evident in all the works that 
both families are doing. And um, I, I was saying before that I see it in three parts, right? Yeah. One is living every day the loss of Veronique, my daughter, living the loss of her love, that physical touch, the community that she brings, um, everything about her, you know, she was, um, she was so mature for her age and she loved people and cooking and food and all that was part of our everyday life. And, and even her brother, like Michael, has, has missed out on, on, on the, his, you know, the love and the, the community mm. that his sister brought to our household. That is what I go through every day of my life, that getting up, that heavy heart, that, that weight on your, yeah. on your chest. Then there's a, the, the second component, which is how the children died and the fact that, you know, the driver was on drugs and alcohol and, you know, living a life of sin and, you know, the, the tragedy of, 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 of hitting seven kids and killing four of them and seriously injuring one. Injuring one. That is a, the, the second com- part of the three components. That second part I don't actually focus on because I feel that God is the judge He's, he will provide the judgment. My judgment, my 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 ability to, to forgive, and hopefully, the, the repentance of, of the driver's journey. That's something that God and the children are interceding. Mm-hmm. I leave that alone, and I think God, you are the ultimate judge, and this is for you because I can't carry that. And the third component is, well, what have we done, and what can we do to create a greater good at that tragedy? And, and a lot of that has been around being connected to, to, to other people through the road trauma support group that Craig's working on, through the cafe that we opened up, Katra, for in French for the four children, and for Heartfelt, which is about surrounding ourselves with other people who are grieving the loss of a loved one and giving them the spiritual accompaniment, um, that faith-based, Christ-like being with Christ as we journey through our suffering. So I think that, that, you know, if, if you kind of break it up, it's, it, it's clear how, how God wants us to kind of carry through life, um, wow. you know, without, without, without Veronique. This is, um, this is it's very unique. Not anyone can do what you just, just said there. And, um, and for anyone, and, and everyone would understand, you lose a loved one like that in that way. Uh, you, know, you can go either way, right? I mean, you, you could just, uh, I mean... Um, lead to so many different angles but your faith um has really carried you here and 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 the way you give hope for so many people it's so impressive it's so um you know inspirational uh, to many to me included um as a as a parent myself and what can you just i wanted to just for a little moment here at that time hearing um what happened and Without people, there's plenty of documents. People can go in, in history and look online and see what exactly happened. But l- the stories that have come out mm. since about the tragedy, mm. um, the impact, it, it's, an, it's an unbelievable way that God's worked. In, you need faith to see this, though. And, yeah. and, and so just quickly, uh, dealing with the, tra- the tragedy, um, that loss, that, and you say till today, I mean, you're living with it every day, but at the height of it at the time, um, and then, and, and Craig as well, I'd love to chime in here, like, 
some would think that's the, that's the end of the world right mm. there. That's the end of your world. I mean, that, but what was it, the, what it had, the impact it's had, it, it's captured, it's impacted the whole world. Yeah. I mean, so definitely. many people. But I just, where do you start? Yeah. What, what, did you turn to prayer when you first heard yeah. the news? Yeah. Did you not believe it at the start? What, yeah. Could we just, just, just for a moment, from your perspective, yeah. what it was like for each of you? Um, yeah. Um, at that yeah, for me, receiving the call from Danny, we were all going to the one party and we had the kids all together at home. Yes. And, and that, that trip, that driving to the golf course was like the agony in the garden. I felt like I was living the sorrowful mysteries in that time. Oh. The agony of the garden, please, God, take this cup away from me. Please don't, like... Please don't let, let this happen if you don't think I can carry the, carry this pain. I was praying the Hail Mary, praying the Our Father, not wanting to, you know, when Danny sort of said, Bridget, I've, I've lost my kids. And I, I thought they probably ran out of the house and I don't know. But they're very mature kids. I mean, mm. and then I said, well, Danny, what do you mean? He said, oh, look, they're, they're dead. And he named Anthony, Angelina and Sienna. And I paused for a minute and I don't know, I remember where I was, and I don't know where Craig was, not far from me, but I said, I started thinking to ask about Veronique. I mean, he just told me his kids died. I, I'm still trying to, uh, I don't even know if you want to say the word process. Yeah. And then I said, I thought I better ask about Veronique. And I said, what about Veronique? And he said, you just need to come to the golf course. Now, in hindsight, he should have said, you need to go to the hospital. Mm. He didn't. But I was in no, I didn't want to hear anything. I don't know how we got to the car. I don't know how we drove there, but I was... Hail Mary, our Father. It was like the agony of the guarding. It was like being like, God, this is, you know, please don't let, take this cup away from me. I, I, I never imagined this to be something that I would ever have to endure. And when we got there, there were lights everywhere. I, I couldn't get to her. They, it was a crime scene. It was, it was just, I don't know, we sat on that footpath most of the night and I, it was the sorrowful mysteries. It was, I used to always every day go on the, on the train when I was training to, to work for a while. My mother gave me the book of Our Lady of Sorrows, you know, mm. Seven Sorrows of Our Lady. And I'd read every single step and I'd think, oh, my God, Our Lady, how'd you go through that? But I do know now she was preparing me for those sorrows because that was coming my way. Without See, I don't believe in coincidences. Wow. I do yes. believe that everything, God plans and um, I don't know, I just... You know, it was. I didn't want to believe that night that she had even she died. I, did, I didn't want to. Um, so it was the agony in the garden. It was carrying your cross. It's carrying your cross. I'm in the carrying the cross. Um, you know, the scourging is is the pain. I don't. It's the emotional pain. I mean, God, Jesus went through such physical pain and emotional and mental. But that mental and physical and that mental and emotional pain is 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 unexplainable. And then I think of Our Lady who stood at the cross watching her son yes. die. And I think, well, who am I to be exempt from that suffering? And that suffering is, is incredible. Coming from the corporate world, it's like the bank of faith pays its dividends. It's really mm. been incredible to lean on your faith, to know that Our Lady suffered watching her son and to know that there is hope that Jesus died on the cross and rose from the dead. And what gives me comfort is that Veronique is in heaven. That's that the third piece that she's with Jesus. She's pure and innocent. Those kids were innocent. So I don't have to worry about her soul. I just have to create the greater good here on earth. And she's in heaven interceding in everything we do. 
It's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. It's... <laughs> Craig, you remember the day? And, and, oh, and, and... <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking about the day makes me uncomfortable now, Chabelle. Um, it's the worst day of our lives. Um, look, at that point, I, I wasn't a Catholic. I probably wasn't even a Christian on the 1st of February 2020. And But from the very moment we took that call and we drove to Oatlands, I watched Bridget, you know, rely on her faith. I recall her doing her Hail Marys and Our Fathers in the car as we drove, you know, hoping for the best and fearing the worst. Um, so I just saw her straight away resort to her faith. Um, when we got there, yeah, lights, but it was clear this was something bigger than all of us. This was a supernatural event. It was just um, hard to, to comprehend. Um, I remember going home that night and just lying in bed and just talking, like, what, what's happened? Our lives have changed forever. Um, and then people just surrounded us, you know, mm. um, community, friends, priests. Um, and it was in the week after, but before the funerals were on the Monday and the Tuesday of the following week. And um, I'd never done a Hail Mary and Our Father. I'd done Our Fathers, but never a Hail Mary. And, you know, there were so many rosaries held at the at the side of the tragedy that week. We went to, we did four each, each of the sites where the children died. And uh, I knew then faith, you know, was confronting me to, 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 to um, address, I guess, the question that I deferred my whole life. But I realized that, you know, Bridget wasn't gonna, our lives would change forever. But without Bridget's faith, she wasn't gonna progress in life. So um, yeah, that first week, and the funerals were out of this world. You know, I remember driving to Danny's children's funeral in the funeral procession, and we stopped off at various places, and we did the Hail Mary and the Our Father. And I'm a, an Anglican boy, mm -hmm. Protestant boy from the Shire. I'm like, this, this is a whole new world. My first time in the Maronite church was walking into Our Lady. Wow, that funeral. For, for Danny's and Layla's children's funeral. And then we're back um, the next day for Veronique's. So uh, it was surreal, Chabelle. It was um, surreal, surreal. Do you know, they, it's interesting because at the time, I, I, me and the kids, we rented this huge house. And Craig at the time, I showed him the house and he said, oh, this will be a fun party house. But now I know that the house had to accommodate for so many people coming in. Like there was wow. a reason. And when I, when I got the house, Craig said, why don't you have your 49th there? And I said, I don't want to have a 49th. Who needs a 49th? He goes, no, this, is, this house you're renting is going to be a great party house. And now I realise that my daughter was never going to be there for my 50th. Like it's amazing how, I don't know how to explain it, but the way the... You, f you feel like, uh, yeah, <laughs> even there's the tragedy, but how God has prepared you for he, he, what to come. Yeah, put all and, the building blocks in place yeah. for you to, to be to be able to carry this yes. cross. Um, this is what I'm amazed about, and, th and this is what I'm hoping our viewers, our listeners are going to be inspired by. It's, it's, it's what has happened to your personal faith. 
and I'd love to touch on the con- you, you had literally a conversion, Craig, and then maybe Bridget would love to touch on what on earth happened to your faith uh, now, mm, yeah, <laughs> and the mystery of our faith, the mystery of our life, the mystery of eternity, all this stuff. Mm. Um, everything comes to the forefront. Can I touch on you, Craig? So you you, so you said you were an Anglican, but we weren't practicing at the time. Just I went to Sunday school and explored faith with yep. a few friends and. You know, but I, I saw a book outside. You know, why some Protestants argue like an atheist. Yeah. That was probably probably me when I was a teenager. You know, looking to become a lawyer. So I probably had the mind of analysing and finding issues. You know, but um, that was probably me. Um, and you know, you, then you get caught up in family and career. And I probably didn't have to address my question, the faith. Um, it was easily put to the side growing up. Um, but I wasn't able to do that once the tragedy happened. I had to confront it. Um, and I had first-hand evidence of certainly how Bridget had strong faith. And I watched her every day get out of bed, every day get out of bed. And I knew without her faith that wouldn't have happened. Um, and we spoke to some very intelligent, thoughtful Priests, um, started going to St. Joseph's, um, Maronite Church. He started to come along with me and Michael every week. At uh, Croydon and, you know, we met Father Maroon, Father Danny, Father Ali. And, um, you know, I decided to to convert to to become a Catholic, to become a Maronite Catholic. I think I'm the only, one of the only few Anglos (laughs) in St. Joseph's. Uh, on a Sunday night at 6 p.m. But before that, I, I wanted to understand it at, at a deeper level, not just go to church. Yes. And so, yeah, we did a, a program with Father Ali for, for a year where he took us through the catechism and, you know, answered all of our questions. And, and it was amazing, just uh, the two of us and Father Ali for a year. And um, I thought I'd accompany him because it helped me too, because there's nothing wrong with a refresher. But I have to say that Craig did his first decade of the rosary <laughs> with, with Cardinal Pell. Oh, really? Wait, yeah, wait, so after, after the tragedy, the, um, Cardinal Pell had just come out of jail. And he was staying at the seminary in Homebush. So I wrote a letter and dropped it off personally. Strathfield's next to Homebush and said, we'd like to meet with you. Danny, Layla, myself, Craig, families. Would you spend some time with us? And he came back within three weeks and said, love to. So myself, Danny, Layla, Craig and Michael, my son, we went and we met with Cardinal Pell and he shared his story in jail and how he got through every day, the 400 days. And then he really talked about the fact that no matter how much pain he went through, it was nothing comparable to our tragedy, which was amazing for him to say that, I thought. But I think he said to you and Layla, the pain for a mother. Yeah. 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 Mother's and then, pain. And then we talked about doing the rosary. And so that's when we said to Craig, you know, well, we did the rosary and so he did a decade. He'd never, he'd never done a decade in his life. You told me funny. recently I've got something wrong too. Yeah, so he'd say, <laughs> he did Hail Mary, he forgot the full of grace. He'd say, Hail Mary, the Lord is with thee. And I'm okay. trying not to laugh. Okay. <laughs> no one said anything. But that was the first time he did his decade oh, wow. in the rosary. With Cardinal Pell. Mm. Straight also, to the top. We hope he's uh, looking down so upon too, us actually. still. We're praying for his soul. I hope so too. And then, you know, another amazing experience was were invited by um, Archbishop Fisher to attend Easter Sunday Mass 
um, in April 2020. So at St Mary's Cathedral. Lockdown. Lockdown mm. and um, there was the clergy and I think the six of us in, the, in an empty <laughs> St Mary's Cathedral. So that was amazing. Um, I didn't take communion obviously at that point, but I took a blessing and yeah, it was, uh, I realized early on this was a spiritual, wasn't just a tragedy and the loss of life. It was a spiritual event of greater significance. Yeah. So t take us through then learning the faith comes to the day you become Catholic. So mm. you, was this your first Holy Communion? Um, Confirmation. confirmation mm. on the same day yes. as an adult with yes. your uh, wife. Yet, I was fiancé uh, at the fiance. time. Fiancé yeah. at the time, yeah. And um, uh, and witnesses, friends were there. And What yeah. was that day like? Tell us about that. It was beautiful. It was a Saturday night. I had my white linen on. Yes. Um, yeah, white Father, linen shirt, Father white Lee. linen pants. And, Father Lee said wear white. And some sandals. <laughs> uh, and we just had, yeah, three families there um, with their children. There's about 25 of us. Uh, I chose Danny Abdullah to be my godfather and yeah, I couldn't wow. have picked a better godfather. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and Patricia Thomas, uh, my godmother. So Patricia is an amazing lady. She's well known in the Catholic community, but um, she heads up grief care, part of Catholic cemeteries. Okay. And she's a lady that you should also interview one day, Charbel. Um, right. She talks about lying in bed on the Saturday night that the kids were, were killed and coming to the realisation that she would be involved. And um, she didn't know anything about the kids' backgrounds, but obviously they were all Catholic. And she was waiting for all of us in Rookwood Cemetery on the <laughs> Tuesday or Wednesday following when we walked in and um, she's been by our side ever since. Mm. Wow. She's an amazing wow. lady. Um, mm. She understands grief. Um, spirituality is unbelievable. Her knowledge, her theology, and she's just a beautiful person. And she, um, she's accompanied us the whole way. Mm. It makes a big difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. big time. That's, that's powerful. Even that word accompaniment, this is what we're called to as yeah. Christians, aren't we? Wow. So yeah, that was my, my first communion. A... Uh, it was November 2021 and um, got some beautiful photos of a hugging Father Ali uh, <laughs> with Danny and Patricia there as my godparents. I was probably not prepared, Charbel, in that um, I was asked to pick a, a saint. And growing <laughs> up as a Protestant, yeah. <laughs> not so, you know, across all the saints and... Um, uh, hadn't really thought about it, wasn't given a heads up, you know, which I still <laughs> have an issue with. And, yeah. uh, and I, after hearing Father Ali give a bit of a history of the Maronite faith, I went straight to the chop and I chose St. Maroon. Yeah, the so Bridget the calls me Craig Maroon now and Danny calls me Craig Maroon and Craig Maroon. <laughs> Patricia calls me Craig Maroon. The first Maronite from the, uh, from the Shire. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. That's amazing. And, and Okay, life now as a, a Catholic, um, um, it's, it's been a few years now, and mm. uh, would you describe just your outlook of life? How has that changed um, before and after faith? Mm, that's a good question. I think I'm on a journey. I, I'm yeah. not, my faith is nowhere near where, where Bridget's is. I mean, Bridget grew up, you know, yes. 
with it inbuilt her as a child. So um, it definitely gives you a broader perspective on life. And it, we talked about the word hope. Yeah. You know, um, I know everything Bridget does is everything we do is for the greater good. But I see the bigger, the bigger picture now, Chabelle. Whereas probably I was just living before. Yeah, that's a great way of looking at it. Um, I see the bigger destination. Yep. Yep. Um, and you know, I still, I, I, I still can't quite get my head around confession. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I struggle with that, um, but I understand the sacraments. Yes. Um, I understand that the, you know, the, the liturgy and the service, and I look forward to every Sunday night going yeah. to St. Joseph's. We're active parts of the community there. You know, we, um, uh, we're building a home and we're building a nice prayer room in the home. Beautiful. Uh, dedicated to Veronique. So, um, yeah, it's very much part of my life. Praise God. Well, th th this is the part and this is the point of, I think, where our faith takes us and what I love about your stories, both of you. We could be dwelling forever about, about the loss, but what you're doing, God isn't asking us to stay there. It, that there is, I mean, there's no... The way your, your faith gives you perspective and, and now we can look forward to Correct. heaven. Correct. And knowing with with this confidence yep. that your daughter is yep. most likely there yep. Yep. <laughs> in a better place. She's yep. absolutely there. Yep. I mean, yeah. there are actually lots of stories I understand, both from Danny Layla's side, yep. your side, Wish with, with things that are, I, I might, I'm, I'm praying one day that'll be all just documented because it, I think I'm it's just- I'm trying to document things as I go. It's just tell me out stories. of this world, mm. which clearly this is God's way of comforting, not only comforting, but then strengthening you and then giving you some sort of calling to do something. And you've, you've done exactly that in the last few years, both of you. I mean, we're, we're going to just unpack now what you've been doing mm. to live with this hope, but giving other people hope. Mm. Um, you've got some a foundation, mm. um, uh, a cafe. Yeah. Um, I'd love to. Yeah. So, what yeah. what's life like? What's life been like yeah. lately? And and um, I'd love to just unpack what you've been doing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're right. It, it's it's it, she's def You know, the kids are definitely in in heaven. And like you said, there's so many stories that people come to you with. Mm. Um, but you're right. I mean, God doesn't want us to be stuck, stuck in you know. What happened? He he wants us to turn what happened into greatness and goodness. Um, and we talked about Patricia, and, and she she kind of got me thinking about the accompaniment, being able to accompany people in their pain, um, which is what grief care do. And I thought, well, I'm I'm a wounded person, and I can be a wounded healer by using my pain to, to help others. Um, and I, I began to realise, it's interesting, you think you know so many people, but when after this tragedy, I know even more people. Yeah. Like I reckon I've quadrupled the people I know. Because <laughs> I come from a corporate background where I'm, I'm quite well known in the industry, but this is something very different. This is not just about, you know, a housing market and, and, and business and finance. This is about real, real things that yes. impact the heart and the soul and the real core of the being. And I decided, um, you know, through through consultation with Patricia and, and prayer and fasting that I would start a platform called Heartfelt. But Felt stood for families experiencing loss and trauma. 
that's what heartfelt stands yes. for. Wow. But it was about, and it was during COVID, so it was all trying to reach people online, but about how we can touch the hearts of many out there, get them together and share the stories about their loved ones and honour their loved ones um, in the presence of God, in the presence of our faith and in the presence of one another. Um, and that's been, in October will be three years that we've been, Heartfelt's been going. It's a charity. It's actually an official charity. We're in the process of get, applying for a DGR pro, uh, status, which where we can give tax Excellent. receipts. We're waiting for the, for the ACNC to come back to us and hopefully we get the taxation office approval to be able to raise funds to improve what we're doing around, you know, the, the website, bringing, giving, you know, resources and materials and having retreats to help people um, in the Catholic faith who are suffering, not to feel like they're suffering on their own, to know that, that there are people around them that can just bear yeah. witness and stand by them who have gone through what they've gone through already. And um, that's something that we've really, I've really focused on. Um, and they, how do they, con so, so someone who is gone through a loss, yep. do you recommend that, so they go to the website? Yeah, they come on to heartfelt.com. And what can they experience there? What, what's the, uh, um, basically the, when they go on, it, it gives them access to, for me to know that they've come on. Okay. And um, I will touch, I will then contact them and try and wow. understand what's happened. A lot of people refer people to me physically, like yes. Bridget, this person's lost their daughter, this person's lost their son, whatever it might be, even a husband, a wife, they'll, they'll come and I'll, I'll give them a call and I might just even go and sit with them. You know, sometimes yeah. they're not ready to go online. It could be months later, years later, but I'll go and sit with them and just listen to them. That's what we do at Heartfelt. We build those relationships so that we can be there for one another. Um, that's one thing that, I, that I've tried to focus on, as well as obviously I've still got more the corporate world that, I, that I'm still part of. Um, and we opened a cafe. So Craig can tell you the story about the cafe very quickly, yeah, but it, it is centered around yeah, we, um, we, in COVID, we found a little group of shops, sleepy little strip shop um, in South Strathfield, with plenty of parking and a beautiful park for families across the road. And it was empty. Um, that got me thinking about a, an idea for a cafe. And the reason for the cafe is Veronique loved cooking, eating and people. Mm. They were her Feeding them, yeah. <laughs> three favourite things besides animals. Uh, and... We talked about a physical place to honour her, and that to me was like, yes, this is the spot, this is the concept. We know nothing about cafes, so, um, so someone me. was introduced into our lives after Veronique was killed, who has this 25-year career in hospitality. Huh. Can I support you? So he rings me and says, oh, look, I'm just driving around Strathfield. I've seen these sleepy shops and a cafe. I want to run something past you. I'm going, so when I get there at night, I go, what is that? What do we know about cafes? What do you mean a cafe? I know, we just know how to drink coffee. And so he had this vision of... In yeah. South Strathfield. Mm. Yeah. At Strathfield, actually, but Strathfield, on the okay. south side of Strathfield. Okay, yeah. okay. But a sleepy little pocket. And um, also, yeah, something for the community, right? The community have been really great to us. And we wanted to, if we could create some, something to help the community interact. In COVID, everyone retreated back to their homes, yeah. back to their families. So we needed to help something connect people again. Anyway, our friend said, yep, I'm, I'm in it. If it's about Veronique and honouring her and, you know, the greater good, I'm in it. So he, 
he joined us. Um, he's back there working today. Thanks, Michael. <laughs> um, and we opened July last year. Uh, we've been going for 14 months and it's we're called, really, it's called really proud. Um, called Quatre Cafe, Q-U-A-T-R-E, which is four in French. Wow. So honour the four children. Significant. Wow. The T is across. Mm. Very nice. And uh, we entered the local business awards earlier this year and we were really proud. I think one of the best things we've ever done in our careers to win the best cafe in the inner west in our first year wow. of operation. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. And we've got a beautiful love wall there. We call it love wall. It says yes. because love lives on. So heartfelt is about just because someone dies, you don't stop loving them. And then we have a Polaroid camera and you come in with a photo of your loved one, we take a photo and you get to pin it as, a, as the person on the wall. We've got this beautiful wall. So um, that must be full. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's over a hundred photos now oh, yeah, of yeah. people who've brought in a photo of their loved one, either on their phone or hard copy, Polaroid camera, and they pin it up on the wall. And then do you want to talk about the proceeds? Okay. Yeah, and then uh, about three weeks ago, um, we announced a scholarship for Santa Sabina where Veronique attended. Uh, so the Veronique Saker Scholarship is to enable um, a young girl to go to school there who otherwise may not have been able to afford it. Um, and so the school chose a lovely young lady, um, Diana Maloney, mm -hmm. Um, to be the first recipient of the scholarship. So she'll go into year 10 next year, which is the year Veronique would, would have been in. Wow. And um, really strange coincidence. Diana currently attends the school Bridget used to go to, <laughs> Bethlehem College. Wow. Mm. Um, is going to be given the opportunity to go to Veronique's school and aspires to be a lawyer, just like Veronique aspired to be a lawyer. Oh, so it's like that. Veronique had a, and she had a role in, in selecting her. And so she posed to Veronique. So, so is this like an annual, like an, can a, someone apply for this scholarship? So Diana, will be, our cafe will fund her year 10, year 11, year 12. Because she actually is the same age as Veronique, so she yeah. goes into year 10 next year as Veronique would have been year 10. So she really right. replaces Veronique. Wow. No one replaces. No, as in, no one, well, yes. you know what I mean, school, school, yes. school. And then we'll go back after Diana's gone through year 12, we'll go back and select another young girl to probably start at year 7. That's amazing. And we'll fund her through year 7. That's fantastic. So while the cafe is open, we'll continue doing good things. And so it's, a, it's a normal cafe yeah. uh, in a sense of... Yeah, we uh, do good quality, probably uh, better... Trading uh, out 6.30 till 3, okay. seven days a week, um, wow. with the exception of Good Friday and, and Christmas Day. Um, Easter Sunday. Lots of families, lots of locals. And it's just, yeah, it's a happy place. It's a happy oh, place. Wow. It's lovely. Is there a, a website for that? We're the, on Facebook. We don't have a website Facebook. as such. Instagram. We're on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, if you plug it into Google, you'll see our, our, okay. you know, yeah. our ratings. We'll make sure we put links to that. Yeah, yeah, that'd be yeah. great. Yeah, that'd yeah. be. And then Heartfelt, is there any relationship? So do you connect it to it? Any, are they completely separate things? No, do, we do only connect any? it through the fact that there is a wall there. Okay. So you can come in and post a photo of your loved one. Yeah. Um, you have Heartfelt a, gatherings at the cafe. We have Heartfelt okay. gatherings at oh, the yeah. Yeah, cafe. We do... Um, so you can sit down. There's yeah. a place you go. Sit down. You got takeaway. Sit down. Yeah, anything dining. you want. Yeah, it's beautiful. Um, well, I have it's to check this place out. <laughs> it's really beautiful. You, you, people call it a home away from home. It's just, wow. um, and yeah, look, it's been incredible to to know the support of the community, and the love in the food because Veronique just loved, even at the age of nine and ten, she was cooking and feeding ten people. Like it was incredible. Um, 
So it's sort of like, yeah, it's... It's beautiful. Yeah, it's really beautiful. And you want to talk about your road trauma support group? Yeah, look, straight away after the tragedy, I knew road safety was my calling, yeah. with my legal background. And um, I remember attending a meeting, it's probably a year after the tragedy, where the police um, headquarters and... Uh, people came together like us who'd lost loved ones on the roads due to somebody else doing the wrong thing. And we realised that we'd all been through this alone and there was very little support. Mm. And um, so we formed a, a support group, uh, the Road Trauma Support Group, and we launched it officially in Parliament House November last year. We have monthly support meetings. We have you know online platform and newsletters. Um, and we're all about also making the system fairer, um, the criminal justice system and the insurance system. So uh, if this does happen to people, they're less traumatised by what you have to endure after you've lost your loved one. Yeah. That's my passion is the cafe and as well as the Road Trauma Support Group to find the greater good. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, is there a website for that or how do people yes, know about it? Yes, it's rtsgnsw.org.au. Okay. All right, excellent. We'll get the links yeah. uh, in that. Yeah. That's excellent. But none of this is possible without our faith, our forgiveness, our hope, our love. It's not possible. None of this, really. We, like I was saying no before to Craig, when we go to the monthly meetings for the Road Trauma Support Group, you listen to how stuck the people are. Mm. And it's actually suffocating. suffocating. I walk out suffocated that they're still stuck. And you just wish that you can convince them that there's hope, yeah. that, that this, there is life after death. But that's the point, isn't that's it? That's the this beauty is what about what we, the, the world we live in. Archbishop Sheen has a famous quote, there is no Easter Sunday without the Good Friday. Absolutely. And you certainly had your Good Friday. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Wow. Can I ask just on your on, on the faith topic? Yeah. So you were brought up a, a as a Catholic. Going for a tragedy like this, though, I mean, again, it could go either way. You could some people could be so angry with God. Yeah. How on earth could you allow this happen? Mm. And then just turn off their faith. Mm. But you went the other way. You leaned into it. Yep. And, and would you say it's gone? Did it, Even you know, deeper. 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 Further? Yeah. Yeah. What's I, life I, look, like I, now? I'm one out of four, and you know, it's interesting. Um, I would say I'm the most like deep into my faith and I would say I probably had the worst adversities in life to deal with in, in my life. Um, and I feel that, I still remember I was about 13 when we, my, sister and I, my sister and I shared a room, she's older than me, 13 months, 15 months older, and we had a little search of Our Lady, it was always there, but one night I looked at it and I just fell in love with Our Lady, like just mm. feel that deep, that's when she kind of really... I don't know, just she came to light. And I ha I've had this deepness of love for Mother Mary. And every time my mother and I went in the car, we'd do the rosary together. But we grew up with such, we were Catholic, obviously Catholic. We went to Mass, we didn't eat meat on Friday, we, 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 we fasted, we did, it. We did everything um, a Catholic family would do. Um, we were practicing Catholics and went to Catholic school. So that was the life that you lived. You, you didn't know any, any different, you know. Yeah. Um, and then you go to university and you're exposed to so many things that you didn't even know existed either because there weren't just Catholics at university, mm -hmm. right? So, um, but 
when this tragedy happened, I, yeah, I, and I raised my children with faith and we'd pray all the time, go to church, everything. I mean, I, the sacraments, I never, I never stopped any of that. I mean, I never, you know, it was part of my life, part of your DNA. But when a tragedy hits you like that, it's how, it's like, well, everything, all these building blocks that you've had in your life, do you go, oh my God, hey, that's, that was all just, look what's happened to me. How could God do this? I was so loyal to you, God. I prayed, I fasted. I... Yeah. But to me, it was like, well, hang on a second. I, I actually, I look at what God's only son, Jesus Christ, went through. I looked at what Mother Mary went through, who I loved, had a deep connection with. And I thought, without this suffering and without this pain, even though I had gone through a very hard divorce, um, in a hard marriage, I, I actually felt that Our Lady was giving me and Jesus would give me hope wow. that through the loss of Veronique that I could even get to know them even more because they've got my daughter. They've got her in, that's their daughter. They've got her in, in their, in their yeah. home. In yeah. their, and I, I just, yeah, I started to feel that that connection with them was even deeper because that she's with them. So for me to be to be true to myself and true to my faith and, 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 and the love that I have for them. It's like, you know, even with your own parents, if you ever get disappointed, you don't stop loving them. I, I, I love Mother Mary. I love Jesus. I love God. I, I, there is no life without mm. them. It was just that deepening of, of the cross and the suffering. I mean, now I really read up on what God, what Jesus went through on that cross, the torture that his body went through. I just never really Out went that deep. World. Never Amazing. went that deep. And I think if, if, if God's only son suffered, then this is life. This is what we have to go through. And he, he, he didn't ask his disciples to go and lock themselves in a room and cry for the rest of a life. He said, get up and go and spread the word. Yes. And that's, that's what awesome. I do. I get up and I'm spreading the word. Praise God. In different ways. <laughs> in different ways. Awesome. I, I do want to, there is a... Um, so, so Veronique's dad, um, Bob, so Bob yeah. he has recently passed yeah, away. Yeah, passed away on the 15th of July, 15th of July with pancreatic cancer. So it was a hard 10 months. Um, and Michael, yeah, so he was such a good boy. Yeah, Michael, my son, he's, he turned 17 in June. Really, I felt that he nurtured and cared for his dad very much during his last, last days in life. And you know, the last 10 months in particular. Um, and, you know, my, my son would take his father to church. You know, wow. he was, he wanted, he, he even says to my mum, you know, we pray for his soul, we pray for Bob's soul, and we pray for everyone's soul, but yes. the most important thing I've taught my son is our, our role is to save souls, help them to get to heaven. 40-day mass last Friday. Oh, the 40-day um, mass last Friday, yeah. Um, and, yeah, Michael would take his father to church and... Father Danny did the 40-day Mass and, and, you know, Father Danny did this amazing homily, but he talked about, and for me, that's why I feel like going to church is so important. It's actually where heaven and earth meet at that altar. Mm -hmm. When the body and blood of Christ, you, you get to actually be part of that. Yes. Um, and I feel like Veronique's always behind that altar every week, you know. And so Father Danny really raised a the fact that Michael was the person on earth bringing his father to the altar, 
And Ronique was praying for her father in heaven and standing behind the altar. <laughs> and he said, what a teamwork. Like both what of them. Team. What, what a, team. a what team. Both of them, one from heaven and one from earth, doing what they can to make sure their father and his soul is preserved and he gets to... But it's yeah. very significant because as we talked um, off, off air, but the altar represents where the meeting place of, of heaven and earth. Yep. And it's the place where... God comes down on us. Comes down. So this is very significant. It's very significant. It gives me goosebumps. I've got goosebumps now. (laughs) Where the body and blood is turned into, you know, the body and blood of Christ. It's Christ. That we can consume and and participate participate in in, in, in that divinity. Wow. And it's only till now, like, I mean, because I was, my mum's a Maronite, my dad's a Roman Catholic. Okay. And so we grew up in the Roman Catholic church as I was growing up. And it wasn't until a week before Veronique died, um, we used to go to the St. Patrick's in the city, all of us, me and yes. me, Michael oh. and Veronique. And when I moved to Strathfield, because I, I grew up in the inner west, but for a while I lived, I bought in the eastern suburbs and we would go to, to the city because it was close, St. Patrick's. But when I rented my unit in the east and then I lived in Strathfield because the kids got into school at St. Pat's and Santa, Michael started going to St. Joseph's. He'd say, Mum, you've got to come to this church. You've got to come to them. And I'd go, oh, Michael, Mm-hmm. I, I prefer to go into town. So Veronique and I started to go in the city and Michael would go to St. Joseph's Youth Mass. And I thought, in the end, this is not right. We can't have two peop- two masses. Like We can't have two masses, but we can't have two families split, yeah, the yeah. three of us. So the very first sat- sun- Sunday, I thought, okay, we'll all go together, was the last Sunday that Veronique was on earth because she died wow. the Saturday after. Wow. We went together. And I remember asking Father Ali, do you remember my daughter? Do you remember Renique? Cause Father Ali, who gave me my first oh, communion. Yes. And he that. said, how can I forget your daughter when I gave her confession? Oh. So that in the masses that they had the confession. And she got to confession. It was Father Ali who gave her confession. So wow. the, the, the sacrament, yeah, Paul. She died. So those sacraments that we are raised with are just incredible. But when I did my conversion course with Father Lee, I didn't know she, he had given her confession wow. on her last Sunday. I didn't know that. We didn't know that. I don't remember. I kind of remember, <laughs> but I don't remember. I remember vaguely, and then when he told me, it really went, yes, yeah, she did go to confession. Just the timing of it all. Timing of it all. And the sacraments is another sign of where heaven meets earth. This Absolutely. Is, this is it. We're using earthly elements to, to channel grace through. So grace comes through where these earthly elements. It's amazing. Just... Mm, wow. Yeah. God is in. Yeah. Amazing. This is, I could, look, we, we, we've got to wrap it up, unfortunately. Oh, no, but no. but um, let's, yeah, we, we definitely know Veronique's in a better place. We pray. We, we actually can reach out and maybe her and her dad are. Yeah, I do. I we believe pray she prays for, for dad's soul. At the moment. 100%. And we, um, I pray for, you know, part of a rosary group in the morning. His, his name's called out every day. We've got to pray for the souls. Um, and I hope one day people pray for us when yeah, it's our turn. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that, that's definite. Um, and I do believe that the, the children's intercession is, in, is, is, is I, I think, beyond more and more than our imagination that we yeah. completely understand. Some, yeah, we, we can see the action happening. Can. We can see it. There's yeah. something yeah. Um, at, at work here, uh, uh, you yeah, say. Definitely. It's bigger than us. Yeah, it's, it's bigger definitely. than us, like you said. Can we... Uh, so, You've been active also on the on the spiritual front with with um, the recently the rosary um, yep. campaign, 
but you, we could probably give a little sneak preview of something you're working on for next year as yes, well, a yes. new initiative. Yes. Do you want to touch on yes, that? Yes, I do. Um, I'm really excited about this. Yeah. I know I was excited about it, Our Lady yeah. of Health, and I'm still excited about that. But <laughs> every morning I'm part of a rosary group um, that we, I dial on WhatsApp. You okay. know? So while I'm in the morning in the kitchen getting things ready, I start with um, the gospel of the day, you know, pray as you go, and then I do my... Um, uh, Divine Mercy, and then I start my rosary. And um, part of the rosary group, every time after each decade, they, you know, we call out saints, and but in particular, our Mother Mariana and Our Lady of Good Success. And I would say, who, who am I calling out? I really. <laughs> but one day, a friend of mine, Mary, sent me this link with Father Chris Ayla talking about <laughs> Our Lady of Good Success. Oh, Our Lady of Good Success, I, I hear of her every day. And as I started to listen about Our Lady, I did not realise that she is so significant. She appeared in, to Mother Mariana, who was a nun in a convent in Ecuador, I think in the 1600s, and prophesied everything that we are seeing today um, and told her about what is to come. And that is obviously where we are today in, our, in, in, our, in, in Christianity. She, did, she foreshadowed She what foreshadowed was all everything, the blasphemy, the innocence of kids being taken wow. away, the role of priests. Mother wow. Mariana was a victim soul. She died three times. And one, one, the first time she came back after th I think three days where um, God said to her, Would, you know, this is it, or you go back and you suffer for the souls, for what's coming. And I think many of us can see what's coming. We live it every day. And I want to make her known. I do believe this is a time. We are living in the tough times at the moment yes. where our faith is being attacked. Um, and everybody wants to be God and own yeah. their own destiny. Um, and I feel that I'm, I'm being called to make her known. So I do want to, I'm trying to source a statue of Our Lady of Good Success. And, and Our Lady of Good Success is probably not, but it's called success because in Spanish it's sexoso. So I think it's a translation error. It's, I think, Our Lady of, of the event, of the good event. Okay. Her feast is on the 2nd of February, which is the Feast of the Purification. Yes. So I want to do a novena before that, nine days before that, bring her statue, create it, build a statue. I'm going to find a way. I'm sourcing a way to do this. I'm going to write to all the dioceses, the Maronite, the Catholic, the Orthodox, get everybody together. And then on the 3rd of February, which is um, a Saturday, I'd like to do a procession with our Mother Mary, Our Lady of Good Success, and do it at Homebush, at yes. Bicentennial Park, where we watch the sunrise with Our Lady. Wouldn't that be beautiful? Yeah, absolutely. Sunrise at quarter past six. And I saw something on a program, and, and Robert Haddad does an amazing, detailed, Yes. I don't know, talks about Our Lady of Good Success in such detail. It's That's phenomenal. Actually, yeah, it's on YouTube. You could it's phenomenal. That, yeah. Through Parisio, I think. Yeah, yeah, we'll put the link as well for that. Um, where there's a guard of honour of police in, in, in Ecuador or Spain. They do this for Our Lady of Good Success. And I'm going to tap into the police force, yeah. one way or another, Same and we're going to do a guard of honour for wow. Our Lady of Good Success when we do this procession. Fantastic. Oh, wow. Well, look, we'll um, update people more as, yeah, as, as this yeah, yeah. gets I'll developed. Keep you posted. And, so I pray. Yeah, pray every, I fasted three days to um, bread and water to be able to get to this point of our lady. After all that, Chabelle, Bridget just sits at home, 
for half the time and reads and takes it easy. Yeah. <laughs> I Not. wish. No, in <laughs> what time? I wish. It's amazing. Um, I drive nuts, but well, it's okay. This is, that's a very interesting point. I mean, and this is it. Time is precious. Mm. If there's something we can take from this, this conversation, um, we don't know when our, when our last day is on earth. Mm. We've got to make the most of our opportunities now. 100%. Um, we can't wait 10, 20 years and, and just think, oh, yeah, I've always got time. We don't have time. You never and that's know. That's the urgency of, our mes of this message. Um, you never know. And we're not made for this world. We're no, made for the next. That's right. Our home isn't here. Our home that's is right. in heaven. That's where we're destined for. May we make sure we don't veer off, stay on track. Right. And oh. this must be so telling. I mean, just hearing both of you that this mm. is real <laughs> in your life and, yeah. and, and the reality of the power of the faith, but of, of our, where we're headed. Yeah. Hope. yeah. I hear people say, and they mean well, she's in a better place. And she is, but it still hits me when people say that. It's like I want her to be here. Yeah. She can go to the better place when she's 85 and <laughs> done all the things in life that there is to do. So I struggle with that, but I understand what people mean when mm. they say that. Yeah. They mean good. Yeah. They mean well. But no kid deserves to die like they died. No, that's right. It's, you never... That's right. So we, we, we keep... Um, we're praying for, for both of you and Thank you. the family and uh, Danny and Layla and, and, and everyone. Um, and yeah. if there's just, um, just in closing here, uh, any, any just final, um, final words, uh, any a message for viewers, listeners? I mean, I just, one day we've all got to face our maker. We've got to face yeah. God one day. And just, I think I want for myself, what I want to tell God that I've, that I've done what did I do while I was on, on this earth? Like, and I, I, if I was to write that down, you know, it's like, would I get 100%? Would I get 70? What would I, like, what have I, <laughs> what's my achievement in life? And what have I done to, to, to honour, to honour him and to live Christ's teaching? What, what have I done? And that's what I'm trying to, you know, even though I was saying you're trying to say, would you compare the before, Veronica, and after? I think I'm doing a lot more now than just praying and fasting and doing the rosary. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to live those words yes. through my actions. Very I think good. that that's amazing. Trying. Yeah. I'd just like to thank people. You know, you've got a lot of viewers out there, and yes. um, the, the support we've all received over the last three and a half years has been amazing. And we're really appreciative of all that support from so many people. Um, and, you know, life's a journey. And this is yeah. such a unique, it's a journey you wouldn't wish upon anyone. But um, stuff happens and it's how you respond to that. Yeah. And hopefully um, what we're doing is, it's helping us, but hopefully it's helping others as well. And even talking about responding, even even the driver himself is no doubt responding. There is yeah. no doubt that those children and the way, you know, we've taken the journey of, of or the pathway of forgiveness has had a huge impact. There's no way. There's wow. just, it's, it's, it's a work of the Holy Spirit. 
mm. through the intercession of the children that well said. touched so many hearts. And Amen. Yeah. Well, we pray for him as well. Yeah, this hey, time. yeah, I pray for him all the time. Thank you so much for being with us Thank today. You. Um, Thank we're you praying for, for you and, and uh, I hope people take advantage. Heartfelt, is it just heartfelt.com? Heartfelt.community. Heartfelt.community, yeah, not .com. No .com. So heartfelt.community. Wow, okay. Thanks, Pri- Thank uh, you. Bridget. Thank you, Thank Craig. You I'll send you the links. and Please do, and done. we'll put, put that in the Thank in you the very much. Thank you, everyone, for, for um, witnessing what you just did. Um, that, that's, if, if it's moved you as much as it has me, um, praise God. Please uh, pray for the, this couple, um, their family, and uh, I'd like to also encourage you to join. I mean, this Friday is going to be the Rosary Pilgrimage. And what better way to give a birthday present to Our Lady than to offer a journey of the rosary from Our Lady's birthday all the way up to the Feast of the Holy Rosary, mm. October 7. So this is a four-week campaign. We're just praying every day um, to Our Lady. And we've got people like Dr. Scott Hahn, Tim Staples. We've got uh, Father Larry Richards. We've got some of the best of the best um, in, in, in the Catholic world sharing a reflection on a mystery of the rosary. What we're doing is we're making it completely available for free to the public on YouTube, on this YouTube channel. If you're watching the video, uh, make sure you subscribe to YouTube so you're not going to get any emails about this. The condition is <laughs> subscribe, get the notification, and you'll get those notifications every day. And you can pray a decade of the rosary with them uh, as we journey from Our Lady's birthday all the way up until the Feast of the Holy Rosary. And uh, please join us. We want, we want tens of thousands of people doing this together. And that's uh, many in, in the lockdowns did it. Please join us in this time as well. Thank you again, and um, until next time, God bless.